0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored, ambitious podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original H-B-I-C, Katie motherfucking Boyd. <laughs> Hello everybody, and over here to my right hand side is my ride or die, Matt Babine.
1: All right. thank uh, you. Thank you for having me on. Today is kind of like no, a serious si- si-
0: thing. I think it's a little heavy, mm. but we have to talk about it because I know so many people that I know deal with sometimes more than one gaslighting narcissists. So that's what the Ambitious Podcast is all about today is top 5 ways to deal with the gaslighting narcissist that's in your life. God bless you if you have
1: one. Oh god. Seriously. Run run like the wind. Run
0: like the wind. But as I always start every Ambitious Podcast, I always start with our iTunes review of the week and it is from Werewolves are Awesome. Everything Katie has to say is beyond helpful. Instead of sitting there while she speaks, her humor and personality forces me to laugh along and participate. The other day, I was at the store staring at a bag of chips... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Can't <laughs> and
0: as I reached for the bag, Katie's words about eliminating temptations echoed in my mind. She helped me tune into my control and I avoided the unhealthy purchase. Thanks, Katie. Keep doing you, girl. And she gave me five stars.
1: That's awesome.
0: Werewolves are awesome. Email me at themisfitclub at gmail.com to redeem your $100 gift certificate to use towards anything KBMFC related. I appreciate it. And if you are new to the Ambitious Podcast, welcome. And if you've been hanging around the block for a little while and your ass has not given us a five-star review on iTunes, get your titties over there and give us a goddamn review for Christ's sakes. Quickly. quickly. I'm not just here for my looks. Well, sometimes Actually, I I think
1: you are. (laughs) <laughs> they are very beautiful. Yeah, thank
0: you. I really, really appreciate that. So get over there and give us a review. Five Star Baby. We work really hard to produce this podcast every week. It takes a lot of work and research and you know, I don't just stroll up here, guns blazing with no ammo.
1: No, you have, you pl- know? You have I need plenty to know. of ammo.
0: I need to know what I'm doing. <laughs> so today is all about the top five ways to deal <clears throat> with a gaslighting narcissist. Um, I have been an attractor. Of gaslighting mm-hmm. narcissists, most of my life, usually there is this struggle between the empathic energy type person and the gaslighting narcissist, because the gaslighting narcissist actually preys on empaths, mm. right? Yeah, I
1: didn't even know that this was a term until you, st- you know, you brought it to my attention. Right. And said so I was doing,
0: I was doing all like, um, well, I know it first hand, but I always like, I just thought they were backup. just
1: assholes. <laughs> no. Yeah. There's I didn't a know lot there of those. A, I was like, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> I didn't know exactly there was a <laughs> no, description there, of a this person. No. personality
0: disorder, dude. It's <laughs> like so – I was
1: an asshole, yeah. but I like this this one better. Well, this
0: really pinpoints what kind of an <laughs> asshole it is, right? <laughs> right. So um, if you guys don't know what a gaslighter is or a narcissist or a gaslighted narcissist, I'm going to break it down for you. So the term gaslight actually comes from the Academy Award-winning 1944 film where a man – systematically sets out to drive his wife insane by trying to make her doubt the reality of her own perceptions. And today, that word has been used to describe a range of behaviors where one person tries to manipulate another person to accept things as true that are 100% false. A gaslighter is someone who is self-centered, has little to no empathy, Mm. and has an obsession with always being right having the last word or winning in an argument or disagreement. And this also ties in greatly with being a narcissist. And if you are in a relationship now, and these descriptions are seemingly eerie, almost like I'm watching you right now on the Truman Show, you may be in a relationship or be related to a gaslighting narcissist. So I compiled seven questions to ask yourself. So if you're, you know, if you're at home, or you're on the treadmill or you're in your car and you're listening to this. Here are seven questions to find out if truly you are in a relationship with or related to a gaslighting narcissist. So you ready for this? I'm
1: ready. I'm ready. Do you have any gaslighting narcissists in your life? You know, I I don't think I do. You have know, you ever? Probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely have. You know, I just was like, I gotta get away from this person. You this person's just negative or he, you know, this is just not a person I want to be around. Well you're not really an empath though. No, no. Which is great. I'm a person that just cuts people out (laughs) real quickly. It's like, oh, this doesn't work anymore. I'm out of here. Yeah,
0: Matt is like the friggin' guillotine. He's just like, I'm done with this.
1: I'm done. I don't need to put up with any of this bullshit. But
0: I always like to save people. That's like one of my worst qualities. Yes,
1: but you're getting much better with that.
0: I'm trying so hard. It's a a daily struggle, people. (laughs) And I I know everyone at home is shaking their head going like, Yes, I understand. So here's the seven questions I want you guys to ask yourself truthfully and deeply, if this is what you're dealing with. So number one, do they try to persuade you to, to doubt the evidence of your thoughts and your feelings? That's number one. Mm. Number two, do they try to convince you that what you believe is wrong and what they believe is the Bible? Number three, do they react harshly if you do not accept their vision of the truth? Four, are they ridiculously persistent after you've asked them numerous times during an argument to stop? Right? Have you ever oh had like God. people like that? Yeah. They'll just keep going and going and going, and you're like, "I have asked you to stop. I, I will even say it's my fault. Just stop fucking fighting with me." And they, well, just they bring will not up,
1: stop. Oh, they bring up subjects that are taboo, right? And yes. it's like, you know, I, I really don't want to talk about this. I can hang around with you, but I don't want to talk talk about certain subjects. Right. And they just go right to that particular subject. That's another
0: form of gaslighting, I think.
1: You think so? Yeah,
0: because it's like you know, when you ask someone, like for instance, like we have. Um, acquaintances that always talk about politics with us yes and i'm like having like a nice dinner and then they just start like fucking talking about politics and we'll literally look at them and say you know we really don't talk about politics especially at the dinner table like it's so fucking rude and mm-hmm. disgusting mm-hmm. and that's just my opinion i know a lot of you guys are gonna be like this bitch is crazy and we're not I love political politics. people I'm just, right yeah, no wanna... we are political people but i choose not to taint a, a four hundred dollar dinner
1: <laughs> with, with a bunch of bullshit with wine from yeah. the
0: chateauneuf de pop region talking about <laughs> fucking politics like right. i have better shit to do with my time oh like, my let's God. talk about love and life and like all the good stuff why w- do we have to talk about politics what yeah. the fuck no. and then when you tell them to stop and they keep pushing i think that mm. has a little bit of narcissism in it too because it's like are you not picking up what i'm putting down yeah. are you and, that I, and I just said
1: i don't want to talk about politics but thanks let's move on but they still go yes <laughs> fuck, go go fuck go
0: so if we, if we stopped hanging out with you and we haven't gone to dinner with you lately, maybe that's why, if you're listening out there in podcast land. In
1: podcast land, it's right.
0: <laughs> Number five, do they attempt to bully you into admitting that they are right and what you think or feel is wrong? Mm. Oh, God. Not good. Number six, in an argument, do they twist the facts so they look like the victim and that everything that transpired was your fault you know people like this oh my
1: god like the there's everything turns and twists they try to keep you so freaking confused yes and i'm like wait a second stop from the beginning oh that's actually ne- next what? that's number
0: seven. Oh, it is oh jesus okay. well you know number seven do they twist the arguments up so bad to prove their point and dur- in turn complicating the argument until you are thoroughly confused yes that's what you're just talking about yeah by the end of it you're like What are we fighting about? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about anymore. Like, what is this? So if you find yourself answering yes to many of these questions that I just asked, you're probably 110% in a relationship or related to a gaslighting narcissist. And the reason why there's many reasons why people are gaslighting narcissists, but the top three reasons that I've kind of found out through research and just for personal experience is number one, the narcissist is hiding something from you that you do, they don't want you to find out. Mm. So they're constantly trying to like move the pieces on the chess table to confuse you, to keep you always guessing, you know, whatever.
1: I'm a psychopath.
0: Dude, there's so I'm many psych- people like that a, in the world. Get a, get
1: a job. <laughs> Get a life. Get a life. Do something. <laughs> Number it's two. a little bit too much. I mean, God's sake. People like live for this way shit. Way too much time on their hands. No, there's people way that literally live for this. Number oh, two, yeah.
0: they want you to change something about yourself to make them happy. Because remember, it's always about what the narcissist feels. Mm-hmm. They don't care about what you feel. They don't care about anything about you. It's always to make themselves feel good and safe, et cetera, et cetera. And this is et to
1: the 10th degree because everyone thinks yes. they're the most important person, right? right. We well, all do. We're all we all do. But these people are like it's on steroids. Yes. I mean, these people are just everything is about me. They never look outside mm-hmm. of themselves. It's mm-hmm. always, well, how is this going to affect me? How, yes. What can I get? And, not good
0: and how can i torture other people And how can i torture other some people? some of the gaslighting yes. narcissists are actually torturers they enjoy it they're tor- oh they yeah. love it they get yeah. off on it which is number three they want to control you they want to gain power over you which actually feeds their ego and it actually exasperates their mental illness so mm. they actually get like a high off of this
1: out of this control yeah. out of this wow it's that's like crazy. sleeping
0: with the enemy shit do you remember wow. that movie? Oh my
1: god, it scared the shit out of me. Oh yeah. so
0: scary. Julie Roberts was. That awesome. and the
1: other one, what was it? Uh Michael oh, Douglas. Fuck. Oh uh,
0: God, what the hell? Would she cook the bunny in the oh, pot? Oh
1: god, she was something. Was, was she a movie? gaslighter? What the hell was she? Oh, she was something. <laughs> she,
0: was a, she was a fucking sociale. <laughs> she
1: was stabbing herself in the leg. <gasps> it scared the shit out oh of me. Oh my god.
0: And there was also a movie called A Thin Line Between Love and Hate with Martin Lawrence. Do you remember Martin Lawrence? I, I love Martin. Oh, and yeah, but it was like a serious movie. Really? Where he he was with a chick Martin that was serious? a gaslighting narcissist and she would like punch her in the face and then go to the cops and like say oh that oh God. he beat me and shit wow mm-hmm. there's people in
1: there like this. Was oh. getting his ass.
0: damn gina <laughs> except it wasn't gina in that movie no, with some other this crazy was a psychopath lady. So, <laughs> there's no real easy way to deal with this type of personality disorder but let me tell you i've had my fair share <laughs> of relationships like this over the years and i have compiled the top five ways to deal with with the gaslighting narcissist in your life because truly if you are dealing with a gaslighting narcissist on a daily basis it almost feels like you are imprisoned by this person Mm -hmm. and remember we allow what goes on in our lives so if you are being controlled by someone who's a gaslighting narcissist it's up to you to really cut it off because they will never because they're getting all of their energy from sucking the life literally out of your soul so you ready for this one this is
1: going to be great yeah
0: Limit your contact, number one. This is the best way to really just put it out there. The less contact that you have with this human, the better. The less contact, the better you will feel about yourself and the more time you will have to heal because honestly, years of being in relationship or being related to a gaslighting narcissist is so much torturous abuse that it can feel like being in the most abusive relationship. And honestly, like... Gaslighting is so torturous in my opinion. I would rather, not that I want to get hit, but it's almost easier to get beat than deal with this because it just really rips your psyche to shreds.
1: Let me ask you a question. Why do you think people stick around people that are that, you know, basically evil, right? Because they're trying to manipulate your mind. They're trying to make you doubt yourself, which is like really evil, right? Especially when you know something is true. Um, they only have one agenda, mm-hmm. their agenda, mm-hmm. right? And it's never a good agenda. It's a, why do you think people in general will stick around with somebody like that? I mean, is it well, so- there's
0: a couple reasons, no. but my opinion is very low self worth and self esteem and self confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's something that the person that's being gaslighted by this narcissist is actually getting out of it.
1: Mm. Gotcha. Some people are gotcha. addicted
0: to the drama too,
1: right? Like right. some
0: people go, oh, "I don't like drama," but they really. Love they it. do love the drama. So they in a oh. sick, twisted way. Well, maybe way. they don't know
1: anything else, right? Right. So it's like almost the discomfort of being in that space with this gaslighting narcissist, and they don't want to be able to remove themselves because they don't know. Probably fear, right? Absolutely. So that everyone stays in something mm-hmm. for a reason.
0: And they're empaths, like I said before. So the empathic... <sighs> Energy always wants to help and always wants to fix and whatever. Mm. And there is this very symbiotic um, relationship, almost, I shouldn't say symbiotic, I should actually say parasitical, very parasitical relationship with the gaslighter and the, narci- the gaslighting narcissist and the empath. Okay, gotcha. Be- so both of them are kind of, the empath is being parasitically sucked. Mm-hmm. But the empath is getting something out of it in their own fucking twisted, weird way too. Mm-hmm. So it's like this really sick, low vibrational dance between these two people. Wow. And the sad part is, is like narcissists usually don't change. No. It's not like they can like go to therapy over years well, and years and years and be like, I'm, I'm not never a narcissist look, anymore. They
1: never look outside. They never think anything is wrong. Mm-hmm. So if you don't think anything wrong, how are they ever going to make a change? Right. And right? I was
0: doing it. I was studying this and I was watching these videos and there's this Russian guy and he was giving a speech at some retreat center. And he was like, I am a gaslighting narcissist. I know this about myself. I love it. I actually derive so much pleasure from it. I can't help myself. It's an addiction. So he's like gone through like years and years and years of psychotherapy yeah. to get to the point where he just admits that he's this person and then he likes it. I have spent millions
1: <laughs> of dollars to find out that I am an asshole. Right.
0: But he owns it though. He's <laughs> he like, this is that. just who I am. This is who I am. And it all comes it all he was um like sexually molested as a child. There was uh, like a lot of a lot stuff that went on. on. And I was just like, wow. Poor so guy. usually um, people aren't really like born ga- a gaslighting narcissist. They go through things in their lives, usually that stem from childhood that has to do with some kind of dissociative abuse, mm-hmm. where they're abused mm-hmm. so much, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually, whatever, a combination of them, mm-hmm. that they actually disassociate from their true self, wow. i.e. becoming this gaslighting narcissistic personality disorder. Yep. And I know a lot of people like, you know, I've had friends and stuff where we've had conversations and the, you know, my friend will be like, oh my God, that bitch is a gaslighting narcissist. Yeah. And she's really not. She's just yeah. self-centered and right. kind of a little egotistical. A gaslighting narcissist really is like
1: The things that you mentioned. It's a
0: disorder. Disorder. You know, it's not like, oh, I feel like being a bitch today, so I'm going to fuck with this person. No. No. It's like a real true personality disorder. So number one is limit your contact. I know that's hard, especially if you live in the same house with a gaslighting narcissist, where I know many of you out there listening probably do. Try to just limit your contact with the person as much as possible.
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Number two, stand up and refuse to back down. Now, I'm saying this because you might want to do this. I've done this before in the past. It doesn't fucking work. Mm. Because the thing about um, standing up to a gaslighting narcissist is actually
1: putting fire, what do you call it? Um, it's fueling their fueled, fire. Right? They're I, that's getting what I was attention out yeah. of you,
0: right? And the thing about these people is that they have this like overwhelmingly intense energy where they can fight you to the death. Mm-hmm. Like you could literally be like in fights with these people for hours and days and months and weeks. Well that's and, what
1: they love, right? So they it's like love whatever it. whatever you love, right? Like me, I would like yeah, to go. I like you know, peace. <laughs> I like Simplicity peace, p- and pizza and, <laughs> and chicken palm yep. and those things. Mm-hmm. But I could do that all day and then yeah. they can just fight all day long. Fight. And, that, that oh, juices and they
0: love it, and they love it. And it's like the more that they fight, the more attention you give them the more it feeds their their like venom it's insane so obviously like I'll say to you because you know I'm an empowering ambitious lady (laughs) but I'm (laughs) going to be honest with you this is probably not the route to go unless you're a sick fuck too and you like are on like I don't know mass like an eight ball of coke and you could just go for like three days <laughs>
1: an eight ball of coke i haven't heard that since the 80s yeah because
0: that's probably when the last time people were actually doing eight balls of coke because seriously you have to have so much energy right yeah, yeah. like drink a 40 loco take some fat burners do some cocaine and then try to do it because honestly they will talk circles around you they will bring up shit that you did 30 fucking years ago and you'll
1: be like mm-hmm. where is this coming from <laughs> and then they'll start talking about something else oh, so you don't yeah. even remember that part yeah, yeah always moving always, always moving.
0: moving around Always moving around so, so
1: what how, what do you what do you recommend just like almost like go, go off into the sunset yeah with these people i'm gonna keep saying it i would do that i'm just right? gonna keep saying it I'm i going mean off <laughs> to the sunset uh, oh yeah yeah i'm busy yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah no i can't go mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah, I'm, uh, yeah
0: and the more you just systematically cut them off no and you just stop feeding their energy yeah it they, you know they it, go away it will they happen. find another victim That's actually true. Right? They'll find another. Oh, I'm pretty
1: good at this stuff.
0: (laughs) God. I think you've had your fair share of them, but I think Uh, you're just not remembering that you maybe had a lot of gaslighting narcissists around. I have
1: to think about this. I may have to relive my childhood. Well, your mother
0: was a little cray cray. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, she had some issues. She definitely had some of this. Do you think she was a gaslighter? Oh, absolutely! So, what
0: would she do? Example, uh, let please. Think, let me
1: think. Let me think about what she used to do. You know, I'm oh, so
0: sick of burying my soul in this motherfucking no, podcast, and this I, motherfucker gets off scot free every goddamn week, and I'm yeah, sick of it. And he I needs to I air was out just his about dirty laundry. <laughs>
1: You know, I get in, a, I get in an argument or, or something like that, yes. and it would turn into, well, you know, you don't love me, and I'm your mother, and all these different things. I'm like, what are you talking about this? I'm talking about this it has nothing to do with you yes. being my mother and love and anything like that. Mm-hmm. So they would just to, to be able to win, like you said, they win the argument, yes. and she would fight, fight, fight. Would you just forever. give up though?
0: After a while? Um,
1: when I lived in the house with her, I would probably not – I would just move on. Yeah. You know, I'm out of here. I was on my bike 24-7 in the <laughs> summer. <So laughs> I was going like, home? like stranger kids. right? Yeah, stranger, in the summertime, I was like 8 o'clock in the morning. I'd get up. I I'd 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 yeah. was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I was gone. Because and then as was, an adult, as an adult, you know, I probably like I would just want to get out of there, right? Just mm-hmm. get, get out of the house. Yeah,
0: but she used to do things like when Karina was born, she would like send you like, old oh my god, things that was uh, that was
1: actually the cutoff point when my daughter actually was, you know, just born, and she would be like sending like something in the mail, like, uh, Oh congratulations, you know, your daughter's so beautiful. And then all of a sudden, if I didn't call her at a certain time or I didn't, you know, do something at a certain time, she'd be like, well, well, you don't have to come by the house anymore, and we don't. Need you around anymore? If you don't care about us, I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? And then from? she would send I'm you like wor- baby pictures I'm of yourself working. and shit. Oh god, she'd send baby pictures in the mail. Like I, I don't need you- these
0: anymore. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, just just sick shit. So finally, I was just like, hey, your mother was gaslighting. Yeah, narcissist. she was like gaslighting narcissist. Fuck. I may mean, have to go into therapy right no, now. No, you don't. No, I didn't know this. Well, you learn
0: a lot from it. Because I, I don't knew. see you ever getting into relationships ever with people who are like that now. So well, you probably I, learned your lesson I with learned her. my
1: lesson with her. And at that time, I said, you know something? I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was a disorder. And I was kind of like, you know something? I'm not going to have my daughter mm-hmm. around this energy. And mm-hmm. that was pretty much it. And I didn't have anything to do with my mom pretty much after that. Because yep. my job was to protect my child yes right because i you know i'm grown so i was like that's it i'm caught in the what do we say though it's
0: our family it's our family it's my mother it's my sister it's my whoever and uh, it's like that is bullshit guys that's
1: bullshit your job is to take care of yourself make Mm -hmm. sure that you're in a peaceful right harmonious uh, situation in your life and yes. your family and if it's not then that person needs to go and yes. it happened to be my mother and i had a daughter and i was like you know something she does not need this shit in her life and nope. i was just like i just because you,
0: you keep repeating the cycle
1: repeat the we cycle keep
0: repeating the cycle over and, and over and i never over again. felt
1: for that stuff like it's this person how could you do this and how could you do that i'd be like you know something this is fucking toxic and i'm out of here yeah. because i know what feels good to me mm-hmm. and and when i made those decisions Things took off in my life. I The the right way. 100%. Yeah, thanks for the therapy today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Very good on him, I'll be sending
0: my bill in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, never try to win. Every time that I was dealing with a gaslighting narcissist and I was like, today is the fucking day I'm going to bring this motherfucker down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's not good. I would
0: always end up like in a fetal position, crying, feeling crazy. And the thing is, is like, you're never going to win. You're never going to win. I hate to say it, you will never win against a gaslighting narcissist. What is
1: the win? The gaslighting narcissist is going to change the, the, the rules of the win. Absolutely. So if you start off in this direction, yep. it's probably gone to 14 different directions. Yes. Right? Yeah. So there is no win ever. And then what is a winning an argument anyways? Winning is get the fuck out of uh, it. Right? That's the win. That's the win. That's if the win. If you can cut the cord and get the hell right. out of there. But I think a lot
0: yeah. of people, like they're like, I have to be right today because I need to like fill my tank up. And I'm like, dude, yeah. just let that shit go off into the sunset.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah.
0: Like a bad egg salad. Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> let, it go, was, let, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, stay on point with what you are trying to achieve. Remember, narcissists will always try to take center stage no matter what. Mm. Remember that movie, Mommy Dearest? Oh my god, yeah. Why I, hang I, was, I was
1: speaking to my mother, I would be like, I can't believe she wrote that story about her mom. I'm like, Well, are you worried about something's gonna leak oh. out about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the gaslighting moms are always afraid of the memoirs the that memoirs. come afterwards that
1: was her mother no matter what went on in that house they should have kept it quiet yep. I'm like really oh my god the lady was a psychopath
0: totally psycho I, that's what how I was taught too like when I was a child like mm-hmm. we don't talk about anything that goes on in this house we don't air our dirty laundry out to the world and it's yeah. like
1: yeah. Well, this dirty laundry not. stinks, and I'm opening up a few windows, <laughs> and chucking it out the win- out the door. That's so
0: true. <laughs> like I like I said already today at the podcast, they always have never-ending energy. So when it comes to pushing boundaries, winning an argument, and of course, looking good to the outside world. So here is the thing about narcissists: they are obsessed with always looking good to everyone outside mm, right yes so like a lot of like gaslighting narcissists like for instance like a mom yeah like all your friends will be like your mom is so cool your mom is the best mom she helps and she does all these things she lets us drink at the house she lets us party yep. like that's the yep. and then in the inside you're like oh my god my mother is like this craziest most psychopathic person in the L- world Linda Blair. Linda Blair from (laughs) The The Exorcist. Exorcist, So it's like the narcissists are so obsessed with looking good to the outside world. So that's another little thing if you guys keep in the back of your head like – they always want to look good to the outside, and they don't care what they look and like And look you. like a
1: victim, too. Like, oh, wow. I got this problem. Absolutely. I'm sick. Or, uh, mm-hmm. Right? And then the whole thing comes That's into, like Munchausen know, syndrome. Though. They're loaded with That's all That's a little it. Munchausen syndrome. Now name. you got me all – now all my emotions are stirred oh, up. they loaded with it. Child, Let's get I back could, on my mother. We could do
0: a whole We could do a whole Munchausen <laughs> syndrome by proxy show. Oh, God. She was Let probably poisoning
1: me, too. Yeah. Uh, I a don't little pine saw in your chicken soup. I don't know if this is true. little
0: pine saw in your chicken soup. But, know, little white oleander it doesn't show up on a toxicology report
1: <laughs> oh don't start talking about getting rid of me again I was talking about you last <laughs> night at kickboxing it was all about getting you know oh you're just saying that because our about,
0: attorney takes our kickboxing class yes. you're always trying to just push it out there like <laughs> Marsha just and in case happens
1: to me you know she's going to use the podcast as a, what do you call it an <laughs> alibi. alibi oh my god uh, I would never say it if I was really going to do it <laughs> the oldest one in the book Matt
0: stop being a gaslighter. okay
1: so remember <laughs>
0: empath Who are usually the prey for narcissists can weaken, get tired, and let their guards down. And this is when we get ourselves in a wee bit of trouble. Then the narcissist sees the crack in our foundation and slithers their way in. We have to be strong, we have to be determined, and we have to be full of energy if we want to stand our ground with this type of personality disorder. We cannot draw a line. When I talk about this all the time on Ambitious, Mm. you cannot draw a line saying, This is my boundary. Then allow the person to cross the line, back up five feet, and draw another line. Because all of a sudden, sooner or later, your back's going to be up against the wall, and you're not going to have any more area to draw. And, a line. People,
1: and people, when you do that, they don't believe you. Oh, like, they, it's like the I, boy that cried. If wolf. I just do this, and I'll find another crack, like you said, to slither mm-hmm. into, to kind of get you know back in good graces or yes. whatever. And then you, you they know that oh, I, I broke that barrier. And because they're like war strategists, right? They don't have much else going on except trying to move those pieces.
0: I mean, most people who are war strategists, like if you study war strategists throughout the thousands of years that we've been, you know, roaming this earth, mostly to be in that position, they have to be very narcissistic, like Napoleon, Hmm. like Napoleon Napoleon syndrome, you know? This is number five, and this is my very much favorite one, because this is the only one that works. <laughs> so the first four, just act like those never happen.
1: Just <laughs> really the, do this. Those are make-believe ones. Those are the ones that I was just trying to
0: ease, the, lubricate you guys to get <laughs> easier and real slow and kind and gentle, to really just say number five, which is block them on all fronts. If I have come to any conclusion in my life that unfortunately this is the best method on the list and one that will never leave you guessing where you stand or if you are nuts and need to go to the special place mm. and knit moccasins and eat tapioca pudding. <laughs> Do you know where that special place is? Sounds I, like a
1: nice place. Where is it? Well, no, it's Fucking not.
0: McLean Hospital
1: Oh, probably. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to stay out of there. Well, I'm good. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Good.
0: Like… I have been in relationships (laughs) with people over the years that I'm like, oh, my God, maybe I'm the fucking crazy one. Maybe I'm the crazy one. And I would actually think that I was mental. I had problems because the gaslighting narcissist can get you so twisted in your brain that, that if you stay in a relationship like that for years and years and years, you might not come back from it. Wow. You may not come back from it. So what I'm saying to you.
1: That's sad.
0: But but it's the world that we live in.
1: Run. Run for the hills and stay the hell away from them because they're not bringing any pleasure or anything positive to your life. No. It's torture. And
0: remember, they're your tormentors. So remember the word tormentor. The root of that word is mentor. So you always have to say to yourself, what is this person, even though they're sick fox, trying to teach me? Or what is the lesson? Because I don't believe anything in this world happens for nothing. Do no, you agree? No, nothing is always coincidence. A, there's
1: always a reason, and there's a, you know whether it's, it's cut somebody out or yes. whatever, to, or for your own growth right. to recognize the problem, learn from failures or defeat or narcissist or whatever, and mm-hmm. then move on mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a positive and learn. way learn. And learn, Don't hopefully. repeat it. Don't, Don't repeat, repeat it. the
0: cycle. Yeah, yeah. Remember, guys, relationships on this earth are supposed to be loving and kind and fun and reciprocative and gentle. They're not supposed to leave you feeling sad and anxious and depressed and questioning your sanity. And if you leave hanging out with people or spending time with people and you feel negative emotions, that is a red Flag! Run!
1: Run for the hills! Cut
0: them off! Really start thinking about who you spend your time with, what you're spending your time on, because we only have this one precious human life that we have been gifted, Mm -hmm. and use it wisely. Use it to serve and help people, and to love people, and not dealing with people who just want to shit in your oatmeal.
1: And mostly love yourself, because that's not loving yourself. Putting you in that space. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you guys for being. Being crusaders for this movement, which is called Ambitious. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Ow!
1: That was a great one, babe.
0: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21, Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners, or affiliates.